Hi everyone and welcome to the Purposeful Life. My name is Sanele Mahlaba. This is our first episode for the Purposeful Life. Today's episode is about what is a purposeful life? Why do you need to live a purposeful life and how to actually discover your purposeful life? But before we go further, I would like to introduce myself in three words if I can just introduce myself. I am an optimist, a hard worker and a problem solver. I am a husband to one wife, father to two boys. I serve in the ministry as a preacher and I am also an insurance broker. What is a purposeful life then? It is living according to your God-given gift. It is operating in your area of gifting. It is living each and every day using your gift that God has given unto you and also um, what you were born for, what you were created for, fulfilling the pep- your purpose for life. It is then very important that all of us pursue our purposes and live according to our purposes. As a matter of fact, most people hate Mondays. And the reason why people hate Mondays is not because of work, but it's because you are trying to fulfill someone else's purpose. It's because you are working on someone else's purpose and in time that gets that frustrates you. But if we can all pursue our purpose, we'll live a, a, a wonderful life. You'll enjoy your life. And the reason why is because your purpose fuels you. You know, your purpose adds to you. As a matter of fact, when you're performing your purpose, it doesn't even feel like a job. It doesn't even feel like work. It, it, it's natural. And there's this great feeling that I cannot even describe. Even myself as a preacher, as I preach, there's this great feeling when I preach. Why? Because I'm fulfilling my purpose, because I'm operating on in my area of gifting. And even when I'm not feeling well, or I'm sick, or I have flu, when I take that mic and start preaching, that all goes. Hence, it is very important for each and every one of us to pursue our purpose, to become creative, become happier, you, you glow as well. Why? Because you are enjoying what you're doing. But as long as you are pursuing someone else's purpose, you get frustrated because you cannot be that person and that is not built in you. So the principle is, I have created you before the foundations of the earth. I knew you before I created you in the womb and I separated you and I ordained you to be a prophet. In other words, you were given that purpose before you were born. And if you're trying to pursue other purposes or to pursue other gifts that you are not created, it's not natural because it's not built in, in you. Hence, it is very important to pursue our purposes because it's something that comes within and it is natural. Therefore, I challenge each and every one of you, my friends, to pursue your purpose. Obviously, I'll be helping you, just giving you indications of how do you determine your purpose, or how do you discover your own purpose for life. The first one is, think about something that you were interested in when you were still young. Something most of the time that when you told, told people about it, no one was interested but you alone. 
And the reason why you got to be interested in that thing is because it came within. And since people cannot see what is inside of you, cannot see and feel your heart, that's why they couldn't relate with you. And that, my friend, is your purpose. Let me give you another one. The second one is, think about something that you enjoy doing in such a way that you don't need follow-ups when you're doing it. That you don't need to be checked whether you are actually doing it or you are actually doing it right. That might be your purpose. Look into that and, and do some great research. I usually tell people this, that I don't believe that there are lazy people, just that people are misplaced. Because if you pursue your purpose, it will get you up in the morning before the alarm goes off. If you pursue your purpose, it will keep you up at night knowing that there's something that you have not done. But because we pursue other people's purposes, we just do as we please and we drag ourselves. But your purpose comes within. Your purpose, your purpose comes within, comes from within. And sometimes we say, I am too hungry. It's like, it's like hunger for, for the food. That's why you do everything when you start operating in your area of gifting because it's like food. It's like there's something that you have not done. You have not fed yourself if you have not fulfill a certain task in your own purpose. Think about something that you can do without being paid. And if money was not a problem, then you can do for the rest of your life without being paid. That, my friend, can be your purpose. Look into it. Last one on my list, but it's not list. It is actually a very important one. And if you don't see this, if you don't uh, um, feel this about your purpose or something that you think it is your purpose right now, you must question it. It is something that when you think about, you always think about how other people will benefit from it. How other people will benefit from it more than you do. And I'll tell you why I'm saying this. is because your purpose is like a fruit. Your purpose is like a fruit. And now the principle says you are the branches and you must produce fruit. You must be fruitful. So that's what you do when you, when you pursue your purpose. That when, when you operate in your area of gifting, you become fruitful. Now, you as a branch, you cannot eat your own fruit. So if you think about your purpose and you're thinking, I will do this, I will get this, I will do all this, I will have more, I will have more money, I will have more friends, I will be able to talk to this person, I will be able to sit on that seat, it might not be your purpose. Your purpose, when you think about it, you say, I will serve this person, I will help that person, I will change the community, I will change my family. It's not just for you, but it's for everyone else because your purpose is your area of service. That's where you serve. And as I said, as a branch, you cannot eat your own fruit. So this is what you must feel about your peoples. How you will change other people's lives. That's your peoples, my friend. Now, how, do, how did I discover my own peoples? As I said to you, I am a preacher. So 
I used to like church. I used to like going to church. I used to like being in church. Preaching was something that was attractive to me. I remember I used to ask my peers, what would you choose between church and school? And most of them would say school, obviously. But for me, it was church. I, I just had that thing, that love for church that I did not know where did it come from. As a matter of fact, when I visit um, other families or relatives, I would actually ask them, on Sunday, are we going to church? Or tomorrow, because it would, most of the time it would be a, a Saturday, are we going to church tomorrow? And most of the time they would say no. And I would be depressed because I want to see myself in church on a Sunday. And then I remember when I was a teenager and I would visit my sisters and because sometimes they'd be at work on Sunday or they just no longer go to church. I would go to church alone. I would actually find a church in that area. No matter where I am, I would actually find a church and then go to church. So I enjoy being at church. I love preaching. Even though I did not know what would I say if I'm given an opportunity to preach, but it was just attractive to me. So I then, you know, wanted to be a preacher. But one thing discouraged me because I grew up in a village and uh, most of the pastors, actually all the pastors that I knew, pastors that I knew in my village were, were, were not doing well financially. I can say that, you know, they were poor. So that discouraged me because I wanted to be more, you know. I wanted to be financially stable. I wanted to be independent. I wanted to be able to take care of my family. I wanted to be able to take care of my mother and other people that I can help. And I realized that being a pastor would not get me that. So I stopped wishing to be a pastor and I would listen to people. You can be this, you can be that, you can be a doctor, you can be a teacher, you can be a lawyer, and all these other things. But there will always be that restriction, you know, that 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 burden for me to say, no, but I don't want to be this because I want to help people in this way. Yes, doctors help people, but not in a way that I want to. I don't want to be that kind of a person. Yes, a police try to protect us, but that's not what I want to be. But obviously, I couldn't go back to be a pastor because that will restrict me in helping people and being independent, financially independent and actually being rich. So I then pursued a lot of different things and things that will still keep me attached to people or, or interacting with people, connected with people. And then I remember when I started watching TV and then I said, no, maybe I can be an actor. You know, it's always before people and people love you and people appreciate you and you get to interact with people each and every time. Maybe I can be an, act, an actor. So when I finished Metric, I went to do some audition for acting. Unfortunately, that did not go well. And the person who was giving me bad news actually said to me, why don't you consider mathematics a degree in mathematical sciences? And I said, what is that? And because this person saw my results for mathematics, that they were good. So I started investigating about being a mathematician. And, but still, there, were that, there, there was that restriction to say, but I want to be interactive with people. I want to interact with people. I want to, you know, influence people's lives in this way. Obviously, each and every 
job or each and every work influenced people, people's lives one way or another. But that was not for me. Then I began to think about it and think about it and think about it. One day while I was in church, one guy actually visited our church. And this was the first time he came and the last time. So I thought our conversation was, was divine. You know, this person has been sent by God because he just came to tell me this and he has left. So this guy told me that he's studying mathematical sciences and how, and how is it good and I can be this, I can be that, I can be other. And I actually said, okay, then I'll pursue it. I then pursued mathematical science, a degree in mathematical sciences. But that those background thoughts would not stop because I'm thinking, yes, I, I love this, I love mathematics, but I still want to touch people in, 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 you know, in a sense that whatever that I'm doing each and every day actually uh, um, influence someone actually impact someone's life. I don't want to be sitting and punching numbers in the office. I don't want to be doing probabilities and estimate and what tomorrow might look like and not actually interacting with people. I don't want to be doing research, research after research and not really interacting with people. But I did then pursue it. I studied BSc in mathematical sciences until one day I was doing my second year university. One day, someone passed me this recording. I don't remember how did it got to me, but uh, I think it's through um, social media platforms. So I got this recording, and then I listened to it. It was written, Let It Go, by T.D. Jakes. Oh, when it started speaking, I could feel so much tears in my eyes. And as I continued listening, something just leaped inside me. I don't know whether it was my heart or my liver or whatever, but something just leaped inside me. And I said, this is what I want to do. I can feel it that this is what I was called to do. So I started listening to him more and downloading more of his, of his content and listening and listening. And every time when he preaches, something would just leap inside me. And I started preaching myself. I would preach, I would preach in, in, in my own room when I was cooking or, or bathing. I would just preach and preach to myself. When I go to pray alone, I'll preach to myself. When I walk, I'll preach to myself. And I would feel so good just preaching to myself. It was so good. And I could see, I could imagine a lot of people there and listening to me preaching. So one day, while we were praying, um, we were in the prayer meeting, one person gave me an opportunity to preach. So I started preaching. It was not a great preaching, you know, but I felt so good. And I couldn't understand because I, I, could, I could see um, from people's feedback that this is not a good preaching, but, but I'm feeling so good about it. And I realized... This is what I was born for. So I continued with my studies and, you know, preaching and getting those um, um, opportunities to preach. In the church, actually, I was now given an, um, a, a position, I would say a position to 
to lead intercession and to lead intercession to lead the prayer in the morning. And I'll find myself preaching more than leading the prayer because that what was in me, that what was built in me, that was my passion is to preach. And I enjoyed it. I still enjoy it right now. So, so that's why I want to challenge each and every one of us to pursue our gift because there's something about what you are called to do. There's something about what you are created to do. Your purpose in life is compared to nothing. As a matter of fact, when I preached, it was the first time I could feel like I'm touching someone else's life. That was the first time. I, I had done a lot of things. I've tried, I've helped people, I've, you know, I've, I've, I've done a lot of things that you can think about as I grow up. But when I preached, I, I felt as if I'm moving the earth. I'm shaking the earth through the preaching alone. So that's what happens when you pursue, when, when you operate in your area of gifting. The feeling is not compared to anything that you have done or anything that you are doing. Hence today's sharing is that you go also and discover your purpose for life. Discover your purpose for life and enjoy your life to the fullest and see that contribution and live your life to the fullest. The, the principle is saying, I have come that you may have life and life in abundance. And it is impossible to have that life in abundance without operating in, the area, in your area of gifting because something is always going to be missing until you say, now I'm taking myself and doing something that I enjoy the most. Go, my friend, and find that gift and operate on it and execute it. Well, that's it for today, my friends. Thank you so much for joining us. We will do this next week. The Purposeful Life episodes will be going out each and every week. But please join us even next week. However, should you need any coaching, life coaching, purpose coaching, you can contact me. I am on social media platforms. On Facebook, I am Sanele Mashaba. On Instagram, I am Sanele underscore the preacher. Sanele is S-A-N-E-L-E. Mashaba, M-A-H-L-A-B-A. Sanele underscore the preacher on Instagram. Thank you so much. Join, join us again next week. May you be blessed and be strengthened. God bless you.